0: It's time to grab a snack, pull up a chair and pass the remote. I'm James Chalmers and with me as always is Tina Chalmers.
1: Yay, hello.
0: And still no Nick Owen because we're still in Europe. You have spilled on your top.
1: Yeah, I know, it's chocolate. (laughs) It's from when we went to the movies the other night. Nice segue (laughs) to what we're going to talk about.
0: Yeah, uh, movies surprisingly on this show. (laughs) Um, No Nick Owen obviously because we're still in Europe. This is actually our last night in Europe. We're in uh, Edinburgh Edinburgh right now We're. Hours away from the airport, so uh, we thought instead of getting a good nights, no,
1: well, we're eight minutes away from the airport, we're hours away from getting on our plane.
0: That's what I meant, yes, yes. Um, instead of getting a good nights, sleep, we're like, hey, let's record a show, yeah. Um, but that's okay because this will be the last of the travel diaries episode. It's been, I'm trying to think, we last uploaded like a week ago, maybe. maybe I've lost when, track we're, of time. when we were in Fort William, we record, we uploaded, so that was about a week and a half ago, I think. Um, yeah how you doing good good yeah ready to go home
1: yes and no Mm. yes and no like part of me is like i want to go like the only reason i want to go home is to see the puppies
0: yeah definitely
1: um i'd love to stay here and nick
0: owen our co-host
1: oh yeah maybe (laughs) 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 not even like my family's made the list Mm. it's literally just the puppies um like I would love to stay here um mm. for the rest of my life, James. <laughs> you can for stay For the rest your life. of my life. Um. um but um uh like I'm stupid. Mm. And what I did was I have one day off and then I go straight back into work. Mm. And I am even more stupid because that means I've had no time off during the school holidays. Go straight into term. Mm. The next school holidays, I have no time off because I'm doing production. Mm. So I am going to be very tightly wound no. for the next twelve weeks.
0: That's okay. We'll um we'll work through it.
1: Fourteen weeks, actually.
0: it's mm. just,
1: just counted in my head.
0: I um I have a little bit more time off than you, but I do have a house inspection to deal with. So,
1: which is like ten minutes.
0: Yeah, unless we have to get another inspection, but hopefully we won't. Hopefully this will be the last one. Yeah. For a while. Um, before we dive into some news and rumours, um, I thought we might do a little holiday um, uh, retrospective. Yep. Uh, we won't do too much because you said the last time you don't want to talk too much about it because it is a movie show. And I agree, but I just want to make sure our battery's fine. Cool. Um, but I don't want us to, like, kind of miss anything that might be kind of somewhat relevant. Mm. Um hmm so on our last episode, we talked about London, but we missed a couple of important things, so I'm going to add them. Uh, we had these really great... We went to a market, um, the Camden Market. Yeah, We didn't yeah, really yeah. talk about that. Mm. And I went to the uh, Mega City uh, comic book store, and we went to like some stalls. We went to this great little place, and we had um, like that smoked beef sandwich. Yeah. Which is amazing. Mm. And we had can- uh, like chocolate bars dipped in mm. donuts. Mix but, yeah, and yeah. then fried, um uh, and they were amazing as well. So I want to mention those, and also because London is kind of known, or the UK is kind of renowned for just deep frying everything. Yeah. We didn't talk about the fact that we had deep fried vegetables.
1: Yeah, but that's just tempura.
0: I guess, but I just thought it was strange because it literally just like fish, fish and chip batter, just yeah. like on corn, carrots and beans. But I really liked them
1: i took a photo of the place that we ate at with the beef so i'm just trying to find like what it was called it was like smoke it had a really weird like label
0: oh it was um i know yeah Uh, it did because you didn't because it was like an l or something
1: yeah was like oh was it, like, oh, it.
0: it Smoker Loco?
1: Yeah, you're right, Smoko Loco. Think I think
0: it was. I yeah. think it was called like Smoker Loco. Mm-hmm. You're um, right,
1: that's what it was called.
0: And um yeah, that was really good. Did like the smoked beef and rocket in and, like and a homemade Dutch, like, type of yeah. you know, mi- mini mini Dutch pancakes, pancakes was good. Which we've had before, but this was the best version I've yeah. ever had. Like yeah, had like marshmallows and dark mm. chocolates there. I had
1: like, um white chocolate butter and cream and it was amazing.
0: Mm. Um but since then, since uh we recorded last, we actually recorded in Glasgow, our last episode. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, I'm just trying to remember where we stayed, because, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a few trips since then. I'm just trying to think where we were, Glasgow. Um, Where were we staying? What was that?
1: We stayed know. at the ah, Habits. Yep.
0: Yes, that's right, and mm. we, were, we were going to see Game Night that night, so yep. we recorded. So, okay, yeah, so since then we've done the Isle of Skye, and we've done Inverness, we stayed on Loch Ness, did not see... Loch Ness Monster but no. we still believe mm-hmm. um, and then Edinburgh of course um, the big thing in uh, Glasgow that we didn't talk about was Tim Hortons um, yes we had Tim, Tim, Tim Hortons, Hortons and they were pretty good which
1: is so funny because it's a Canadian thing <laughs> not a Glaswegian mm. thing mm.
0: Um, But that was good and we went to like a bunch of you went to Primark again Yeah. and I went to um, I went to a lot of DVD stores in Glasgow didn't buy anything I went till I got to Edinburgh, and I basically doubled what I bought in London. Yeah, <laughs> so much so that we had a bit of trouble packing our bags. But we're all good now. But I think I've got like two shelves worth of movies now, like mm, on my bookcase. Good. And I bought almost no comics, but I got a few. I forgot. I actually forgot about those little pocket books that I got. So yeah. yeah, I'm excited to read those. Um, we went to the uh, just a few more Harry Potter or not Harry Potter, but like movie related things. We went to Paddington Station. I don't know if we yes, talked about that last time. we did. We went to the Glenfinnan Viaduct, which for anyone who doesn't know what that is, it is the... The Harry Potter Bridge. Yeah, where the Hogwarts Express drives over. Um,
1: And we saw the Jacobite train, which is the steam engine that looks like the Hogwarts Express. We waited for it and we saw it drive over the Viaduct mm. and it was amazing because it was like we were going to Hogwarts. Mm.
0: We also went to J.K. Rowling's house.
1: Yes, so we went to... um, do you want me to talk about the Harry Potter stuff, considering I'm the Harry Potter connoisseur. Sure. Um, I don't care. So, yeah. So, basically, we did the and Viaduct, um, and in terms of other Harry Potter things, we, oh, we also did the Reptile House at the London Zoo. Mm, that's right. Uh, which is obviously where the snake... Harry releases the snake on Dudley in the first book, and it's filmed in um, Philosopher's Stone, the movie. Uh, we went to the Elephant Cafe, where J.K. Rowling wrote a lot of the... Um, first few Harry Potter books, we also went to another cafe called, well, we just went to the outside of it this time, another cafe called Spoon, which, um, is not owned by her brother-in-law anymore, but, um, back then in like 1995, it was owned by a brother-in-law. Um, and she wrote a lot of Harry Potter in there. Um, we went to JK Rowling's flat that she lived in when she was poor and she'd just left Portugal to come back to uh, the UK, um, not a lot of people know about like where that flat is as well, and obviously because people literally live in those tenement flat now, flats now. Not a lot of people like go there to like check it out. So that was a nice little Easter egg mm. that nobody else sort of knew about. We went to um, the Glare um, Greyfriars Kirkyard and we saw Tom Thomas Riddell's gravestone we was supposed to be modelled on Tom Riddle we saw McGonagall's gravestone when we were in Inverness we went to a pub called McGonagall's mm, really good as well it was really good steakhouse mm. um, and we didn't see Moody's gravestone because it was raining and muddy and we were like I don't care about Moody and um, and we obviously went to Edinburgh Castle, which is an inspiration for Hogwarts. We drove past oh, we went to Harriot's school. Castle. And we went to Annick Castle, which was like the greatest day. Because we really got good. to do broomstick flying, and it was amazing. And we had the
0: tour where like, it yeah. turns out like a bunch of stuff's been filmed there. Mm,
1: so we had this huge, not huge, but like the lady gave us a huge amount of information on uh, movie tours. I thought she was really good, like actually. She was really good.
0: And I think she was like younger than us. Yeah. Like...
1: Um, so not only was she telling us all about um, Harry Potter and all the spots where Harry Potter was filmed, but apparently a lot of um, Transformers was filmed there. Which yeah. Transformers movie? The was The newest it?
0: one, which is meant to be awful.
1: Okay. Um, so yeah, so like um, she was talking about how like Michael Bay, um, uh, there's this there's this part of the castle where it's like this archway. It's called Lions Gate, and it's this archway, and it's the archway if you know Harry Potter. So that's the only thing I can reference it to because I haven't seen Transformers. But if you know Harry Potter, um, that's the archway where Harry, Ron, and Hermione are walking down, and Hagrid's walking alongside with them in Philosopher's Stone. And Hermione's like, I know a jinx when I, I know a curse when I see one. You've got to keep your eye contact. And Snape wasn't blinking. And then Hagrid lets slip that it's Nicholas Flamel. Mm. He's like, I should not have said that. I should not have said that. So along that path, um, that path leads to like um, some gardens and these fields. And the fields are like filled with daffodils at the moment, like absolutely like chock a block full of daffodils. And that's one of the things that I really noticed when we were over in the UK is just like how much, how many wild daffodils there are, like just mm. literally just growing on the nature strips and it's so beautiful because you drive past all these gorgeous daffodils. Anyway, so Michael Bay, when he was doing, is it Michael Bay who directed it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when he was doing his location scouting, he came to Annick Castle. And he saw these fields of daffodils and he was like, oh my God, it's gorgeous. Um, I want to shoot a scene here. And he wrote a scene into the movie where like this character falls down into... The f- Again, I haven't seen it. If you guys have seen it, you would know it. But this character like falls and rolls down a hill of daffodils. And so um, he writes the scene based around that film. That He writes the scene based around that whole set of like having those daffodils there. And then when they come back in September... There's no daffodils there. Yeah. So what they had to do was he went to the props department and he got them to make what was it like thirty thousand? I don't know how like many. It was it was a fuck ton.
0: We should have interviewed that girl.
1: Yeah, thought, we should have have. Um of silk daffodils. So props department had to make all these silk daffodils and they put them into the ground and they had to very carefully avoid the actual real daffodil bulbs and not kill the real daffodils there. And then so when she's rolling down the hill in that scene, um, she's actually rolling through silk daffodils Mm. and then they had to take them all away again. Mm. Um, They also talked about how the scene where Hagrid is pulling um, the Christmas tree tree in Philosopher's Stone into the castle, Um, they needed snow and obviously it wasn't snowing at that time of the year and so they used paper that's been mulched up by water Mm. and they sprayed it everywhere and it got stuck Everywhere for months and months afterwards. Mm. Uh, they filmed down to some of Downton Abbey at Annick Castle. So they did like the Christmas specials. They filmed the Hollow Crown, which we haven't seen yet, but you've bought on Blu ray. Yeah,
0: I was like, should we, should we just pick it up? Yeah. Because like, I think we can get it back home, but on DVD. And I was like, yeah. And it was so cheap as well. Like mm. all of it for like £20. It's like, pff, done.
1: Yeah. Um, so they filmed like the Hollow Crown there. They filmed. Um, Oh, Black Adder. They filmed mm. some scenes of Black Adder um, at Attic Castle. So it's been used for filming for a really, really long time. And that's um, also awesome yeah, because you Prince and I... Yeah, Robin that's right. I forgot about that one. And it's because you and I, before we went there, we were like, oh, I wonder what we're going to do other than just the broomstick stuff, flying yeah. stuff. Because, I mean, what's there to do at this castle? And it turns out there is a shit ton to do at this castle.
0: Yeah, and like the film tour, I was like, what did they do with the castle before... 2000. Potter, yeah. And then it's just like, so much stuff's been filmed. Yeah, obviously.
1: exactly. So. A lot of a lot of BBC dramas and mm. stuff like that. So, are that's cool, like, yeah. good to know. Mm, no, it's awesome. It's a really good day. Mm. So that's pretty much the Harry Potter trail that we mm. followed. So we did a lot of Harry Potter things. Nice. Oh, and obviously we went to Platform 9 3 Quarters. I think we talked about it we last London, time. Yeah. So
0: we talked about a few things last time. Mm. Um, I'm sure when we get back to Melbourne and we record with Nick, we'll cover some of this stuff again, and like we'll probably address things we haven't spoken about. But yeah, that's kind of the most like I guess relevant stuff. Should we dive into some news and rumors?
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, here's some good news. The CW, um, the network that does all those superhero shows, they've renewed every superhero show. Oh, so lovely! Flash good. is getting a new season. Arrow's getting a new season. Supergirl and Legends are getting a new season. I think. Have like, we
1: finished watching Flash? No.
0: No, it hasn't finished yet. Oh, okay. Um, they're shooting the finale at the moment, I think. Yeah. We're a few behind because we've been away. So when we get back, we'll have like three or four to watch. is yep. Nice. Um, I'm pretty sure Black Lightning got renewed. Um, oh, I
1: haven't heard of that one. What's that one?
0: Um, that one's about um a, a school principal who's an ex superhero. He was a superhero when he was younger, and then like he had a family, so he got out of it to mm. like raise his family. But now there's problems again, so. He's like a middle-aged man who wants to like try and make a difference again, and it turns out that his daughters have gained superpowers through her, like hereditary. Like, oh,
1: okay, cool. And so
0: him and his daughters like like protecting their town, but also. But they he, still
1: have to run a school. He
0: has to be a school, and they have yeah. to go to school. Like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's cool.
0: Yeah, it's on um, it's on Netflix, so we
1: can watch it. Oh, awesome!
0: Uh, so I think that's been renewed as well. Uh, also, Supernatural's entering its fourteenth season. Um, which makes it one of the longest-running dramas ever. Mm. <laughs> Definitely American dramas. Um, and Riverdale has been renewed again as well. Nice. Also, the fr- I've
1: heard that Riverdale's gone to shit though. Oh really? Yeah, uh, I heard that it was it peaked amazingly, and now it's just like. Ugh. Well,
0: it sounds like they're also like setting up the Sabrina show pretty hardcore. So maybe oh, they've okay, been focusing yep. on that. Mm. There's been some pictures of that release. I haven't got the pictures though, um, to show this time. Um, we, uh, this show, we like to talk about The Office every now and then. John Kaczynski, uh, acclaimed director of Quiet Place. We haven't seen it yet, but mm. apparently it's tearing up the world. Yeah. Like, people are loving this movie. Mm. Um, like, Stephen King praised it um, Like hugely. He, the little girl, has wonderful things to say about it. Um, but this story isn't about that. I just thought I'd give <laughs> Quiet yeah. Place a bit of a shout out. Uh, John Kaczynski said that he would be interested in doing The Office reunion if it was a Christmas special. Oh, nice. So that's kind of cool. Like, that's. Mm. Uh, true to like the original office. Like obviously British shows do a lot of Christmas specials. So right, I still think the trial of Creed Bratton is the way they should go, but that's just me. <laughs> um, let's talk about a little Game of Thrones. Um, they're in the middle of shooting season eight right now. Nice. Um, obviously we're still about a year away from it. Mm. Um, it just got announced or re- revealed recently that they just finished a 55 consecutive, or maybe it wasn't consecutive, but a 55 night shoot and that was all for one battle in season eight. So That's there was
1: insane. So
0: I feel like it's got to be, maybe maybe not the finale, but maybe like towards the end. Mm. Like, and I've got. All Wouldn't my-
1: it be amazing if it was like the opening mm. like episode? You're like, oh shit! Like it can only go up from here. And I
0: feel like it's got to be a White Walker battle. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like fifty-five nights. I'm thinking it's probably like yeah, the wildlings and the armies that have left Westeros. Yeah. But also
1: a lot of like a lot of um, hand hand combat mm, stuff, like, yeah. and all that sort of stuff is going to take a long time to do. Well,
0: but they definitely like they know what they're doing. Like, if you look at the Battle of the Bastards, mm. that's an incredible battle scene. Um, so that's that's amazing. That must be, I think that's one of the longest shoots they've done, if not the longest shoot. Mm. Um, and the rest of the news is all Marvel related, so I'll go through it pretty quickly. Now, the first two. I think we can only say are rumors because if they're not rumors, they'd be spoilers. Yeah. Um, there've been a couple of like kind of movie announcement rumors, but obviously none of this is confirmed because Infinity War hasn't come out yet, and Avengers Four hasn't come out yet. And obviously, those- did you
1: say Avengers? I did. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and those films are probably going to kill off some of our heroes, so take with the grain of salt. Mm. Apparently, Doctor Strange 2 is finally in the works because they haven't really talked about movies since it came out. Mm-hmm. And they're saying the villains could be Baron Mordo, who was um, the Chiwetel Edgy 4 character, you know, the African American, his buddy. Oh. The guy who was like training him. Mm. Yeah. So he's a villain in the comics. So the rumor is that he's going to be the main villain, which felt like they were setting that up anyway. Uh, and the other one is Nightmare, which is cool. Like, Nightmare's a really cool villain. Yeah. Um, the other thing that was uh, rumored is that. Uh, a Black Widow film might finally be uh, locked in for a 2020 release. Um, Which would be interesting, because I feel like Black Widow, because she's like one of our first...
1: Yeah, like, characters on the scene, other than Iron Man. The
0: only thing I would say is, like, if if they start killing off... If they do kill off our heroes, I reckon Iron Man's done. I reckon Iron Man is either killed or, like, he's promoted to, like... Head of Shield or something. I thought mm. he's gonna have a much smaller role after this. Cap, I think, is done. I think Cap either gets sent back in time to the nineteen forties or he mm. dies. Um, I guess what you could do is have Black Widow as the leader of the Avengers.
1: That's true. Like he that'd be a kind of that'd be kind of a
0: cool way to do it because mm. people are like Doctor Strange, you know, it's like he's been groomed in Spider Man. But widow has been there since the beginning. Like, yeah, that's that would right. be a cool thing to do. Like Thor, if they do any more movies, I don't know if they will. He's his all of his priorities are like throughout the universe. He can't be the leader of the yeah, Avengers. Yeah, no, that's right. Um, and then Hulk... No, I
1: think Black Widow makes sense.
0: So maybe they'll promote her to like head of the Avengers. Mm. Like, um, so that'd be cool. I'd be down with that. Um, but again, that is assuming that these heroes do survive. Like. I think it'd be a real curveball if they killed Doctor Strange in these Avengers movies. I mean, it definitely, you know, destroys franchise opportunities, but that's kind of like a ballsy move.
1: Yeah, because his franchise opportunities have only really just begun.
0: Yeah. Um, Black Panther is now the third highest grossing movie of all time. Wow. It has outdone every Marvel movie.
1: Wow. So that means, so the first highest grossing is Titanic, isn't it? No, Avatar.
0: Avatar. And I can't remember what the other one was.
1: Titanic's up there, though, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I don't know if Titanic's still up there anymore. Like, it's, up, it's up, like, in the top ten, but I don't know mm. if it's, like, a a record holder. Like the I think it got beaten by Avatar and then a few other movies mm. and stuff as well. But Black Panther, now third gro- highest-grossing film of all time. Hopefully, that can only mean good things for Avengers. Like... Yeah. It'll be tough, because sequels really do better than their predecessors. And Black... Like, but it'd be disappointing if Avengers didn't beat Black Panther. That'd be yeah. kind of strange. Um, but that being said, this last bit of news might be a good indicator. Avengers: Infinity War pre-sale tickets have already outsold the last seven MCU movies combined. Wow! So they like and pre-sales for Black Panther were bigger than Civil War. Those two mm. have been the biggest pre-sales ever.
1: Mm.
0: So Avengers: Infinity War has outsold the last seven, com- which is let's think about that. That's Black Panther. That's Thor, Ragnarok. Two big movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Spider Man counts because it's a Sony movie. Mm-hmm. So we'll if we ignore that. That's Guardians Two. Mm-hmm. That's Doctor Strange. That's Captain America: Civil War. Ant Man and Avengers: Age of Ultron.
1: Yeah, that's nuts.
0: That's nuts. Mm-hmm. Like those are that's all huge nuts. movies except for Ant Man. Ant Man I think is a low yeah low one, one lower grossing ones. But that's
1: crazy. Mm-hmm. But I have a bit even bigger piece of news for you, James, Dude, that you have forgotten about.
0: Go for it.
1: The biggest piece of news to hit TV and film this week mm. is that Netflix has finally gotten <laughs> Great British Bake Off. Yeah, apparently. So I can now watch Great British Bake Off wherever I go. Yeah, it seems
0: like Netflix was busy while we've been away. Like they added um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. A heap of BBC stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's good. I'm glad. I'm looking forward to going home and watching some Netflix. There's a
1: new season of um, Santa Clarita Diet, which I'm interested mm. in watching. New season of um, Unfortunate Events. New season of
0: Jessica Jones. Jessica
1: Jones. Like, new episodes of Good Place.
0: No, no, there's
1: not. Oh, there isn't. I thought on my phone it said new episodes of Good Place.
0: I mean, like maybe they're like keeping it in there.
1: But hip- still. Great British Bake Off. It's not
0: all of it though. It's just the first seven seasons. Yeah, but there's only
1: eight seasons. Like, I mean, we have season eight. My life is complete. (laughs) Absolutely complete. Now they're going
0: to get all the Ramsey stuff on there. Like hotel meals. Yeah, I know. But
1: still, Great British. Like, seriously. Mm. Like, do you my face? Do you remember it when I found out? When (laughs) I was like, (gasps) I do. And I was just frozen in shock for like (laughs) two minutes. It was amazing.
0: Um, I think it's time to rock some reviews.
1: Oh, we're not going to talk about trailers?
0: Do I always you said the...
1: news and trailers. I said no, I said
0: news and rumours. Oh, I thought you said news and trailers. We can do trailers. I always feel like, I have them in, look, this is some behind the scenes stuff. I always have the list on my phone as news, reviews, trailers, topic. But I feel like we always every episode we have this discussion where we're like, what do we do next <laughs> after like almost forty ep- In fact, this is episode forty. I'm pretty sure. Ah. I'm pretty sure. After forty episodes, we still haven't got it down. I feel
1: like trailers is is natural to go after news, not after reviews. That's fine. Let's do it. I haven't seen any trailers.
0: <laughs> no, you have. I have. You've what You've seen a couple. Um, we've seen one definitely, mm. so we can talk about that one. Um the new Deadpool 2 trailer's out. We've oh, seen yeah. that a couple of times in theaters. Um if anyone hasn't seen it, it's just kind of more of the same, but it's it's funny. Like, yeah. Uh,
1: I love how Terry Crews is in this movie. Yeah. I love Terry Crews. It's,
0: yeah, that's uh that's exciting. We get a little bit more Cable, um played by Josh Brolin. Apparently they've confirmed there will be some Thanos jokes in this movie because uh, okay, yep. Josh Brolin's playing both Cable and yeah. Thanos. Yeah. Mm. Um we had to see a little bit more of the team. The word X Force is used, which is cool because that's the team that they are, um, and they make fun of it. There's a clip of Deadpool like in Professor X's chair, which is yeah, always funny. Yeah,
1: spinning around.
0: Um, yeah, it's a good time. It's a good time. I, I'm really looking forward to the sequel. I know you weren't a huge fan of the first one. Uh, I don't
1: know. I just... I liked it. There was just a couple of instances where I was just kind of like, eh, because that was a bit, you know. A little too dirty for my liking, it is a little dirty. too crude for it my is, liking. It, it, it
0: is quite crass. it's
1: very teenage boy in some mm. aspects, but I also think but it's that, still a really good movie. I also
0: think like that first one, I mean, the, as much I do like it, I think it's also one of the most overrated superhero films of all time because Yeah, like, everybody's like, Yeah, it's that's amazing. true. And like, what they did was nothing short of amazing. Like that film made a huge amount of money for a very small budget, they made a character that shouldn't work, work, they did a whole bunch of cool stuff with it. But
1: everybody who's saying that are teenage boys.
0: No, no, no. Like it, people, like, no, no. Like film critics and stuff are saying that as well. Like mm. it's, it's done. Like it's teenage
1: done, boys at heart.
0: It's done very well, but at the same time, I don't think it's like the most like. In like, so like, I'm like, oh, they reinvented the wheel. It's, like, no, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And it's not the best. Com- like people are like it's the best comic book movie of all time. Like at that point, Logan hadn't come out, but like yeah, still like Dark Knight was out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like there's still yeah. out the. Like, it, like, there are Marvel films that are better. Like, The Avengers is better than and stuff. But it's still a great movie. That being said, this sequel, I'm really looking forward to it. I think the sequel might bring some cool... Like, bring more to it. Like, the first one was a really good comedy. This one's got a lot more depth to it. So, mm. uh, I'm totally in. Now, the next few trailers I watched by myself this morning uh, in the bathroom and on the <laughs> bed. So, I'll just go through them quickly. Uh, the first was a, a movie called The House with a Clock in Its Walls. Is it
1: about a house that has a clock in its walls?
0: It is, and I because of the director. Is it a horror? Well, because of the director, I thought it was. It's an Eli Roth movie, but it looks like it's an Eli Roth kid horror movie. Like it's about a young boy who comes to stay in a house that's run by Jack Black and Kate Blanchett. Mm. And there's like it kind of looks a bit like Adam's Family. Like there's monsters in like the walls and stuff, Mm. but like not like scary monsters. And there is a clock in the wall, and like there's all. So is
1: it kind of like a live action Coraline sort of thing?
0: I don't know. Like it feels a little bit goosebumpsy, like sort of that yeah. vibe, like, obviously Jack Black was in Goosebumps. Mm. It feels a little bit like that. It feels a little bit like Hugo, even though I haven't seen Hugo. Like, I love Hugo. Stylistically, it looks kinda like Yeah. maybe like emo Hugo or something. Mm. Like um But I dug the trailer quite a bit, even though I'm a little bit disappointed it isn't an Eli Roth horror film.
1: So the house with the clock in its walls. Yeah. Yeah, continue.
0: Um that's about it, but I, I like the trailer. Look like, I mean, look it looks like and also, if Eli Roth's making a kids movie, I'm down because I love it when directors of a certain genre, you know, mix things up. Yeah. Um, like Hugo is a kids movie directed by Martin Scorsese, who yeah, almost always does you know.
1: And uh, so he he obviously does an amazing mm. job all the time, but it's a beautiful, beautiful movie, um, the beautiful ne- book as well. Mm.
0: The next trailer I watched was for. Um, uh, a little British movie called Johnny English Strikes Again.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Thir- the
0: third in the series. The first mm. one I haven't seen in a long time, but I remember really liking the first one. The second one I thought was okay. I didn't think it was great, but I thought it was okay. This one looks fun, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm back in on it. Like yeah. It looks, looks like it's a good time. Uh, and Rowan Atkinson's always good, even when... I haven't
1: seen any Johnny English movies. Oh, really? Yeah. I've seen Snippets. Mm. Um, but I always get it confused with the tuxedo as well, <laughs> um, which I know is completely different because it's got Jackie Chan in it. Oh, they are. They, I mean,
0: premise is similar. Like yeah, someone who someone similar. who definitely shouldn't be a spy is a spy. Yeah. Um, and to spoof on like James Bond. Um, it looks fun. Like I, I'm not expecting it to be like the greatest movie of the year, but it looks like it's a fun time at the movies, so yeah. I'm in. Um.
1: Oh, we haven't. Um, there's a the new Amy Schumer movie trailer. Oh, we'll talk about. Okay, yeah, we'll talk about that.
0: Um. <laughs> I also watched the trailer for the first Purge, which is the fourth movie in the mm. series. Um, they've gone for an origin story, which they've been kind of. Oh, okay. They've been threatening to do this for a while. They were like. Threatening? Yeah, like they were like. The, after the first one, like the next one's going to be about how the Purge started, and then it wasn't. But mm. that's okay because the second Purge movie is great. Mm. And the third one, like we're definitely going to do an origin. And some of them, they didn't. They did like this kind of political thing, which was around the time that Trump got elected, which was oh, kind okay. of yep. topical. Um, but now they're doing it. The trailer wasn't superb like it's just more of the same yeah that being said like it's got marissa tomei in it like she is oh really she's the political founder of the purge from the looks of it she's always pushed it yeah um and yeah i'm I'm still intrigued I, i do like i don't love these movies but i do enjoy elements of them and i find the premise really scary yeah uh, and that second one I love. Like, that second one I, like The first one's not very good, and the third one's okay, but the second one is really good. So yeah. um, so I'm down for the first purge. Um, the next trailer I watched, because I watched quite a few, there's two more, and then the yeah. one that you brought up as well, uh, is for a movie called The Meg, um, which is based on a book about a giant shark. Oh, okay. Um, so like a megalodon, that's what it is. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Now the annoying thing is, originally it was meant to be directed by Eli Roth, who we just mentioned before. So I was like, oh, it's going to be a cool, like, scary shark movie. Mm. Like, we're going to go Jaws territory. Like, because most shark films try to ape Jaws, and then they're not really Jaws at all. Yeah. Um, and it's got Jason Statham in it, who I don't mind as an actor, but I'm also kind of like, okay, it's going to probably be quite cheesy and stuff. Mm. That being said, it's got Rain Wilson in it, so I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um, the trailer's really good. It reminds me of Deep Blue Sea. Okay. Uh, which is a pretty fun shark movie, albeit a bit dumb. Um but it's uh it looks like a good shark movie. There's this great scene where like someone's on a surfboard like you have seen it in every shark movie. Someone's on a yeah. surfboard paddling on the shark underneath. Yeah. But this shark is like the size of a submarine. Like it's oh, my huge. God. And at one point like there's all these swimmers and you just hear his mouth open and like everyone can like fall in and stuff. <laughs> so um I think it's gonna be cheesy, but I think it's gonna be good as well. Yeah. So uh and then the last trailer I watched, which I guess I should have watched with you, but we can watch it afterwards. Mm. Um, was the new Solo trailer. Oh,
1: okay, cool. New
0: Han Solo trailer. Very, for me, very good trailer. Mm. I really liked it. I'm on board way more than I was. And the last trailer did a lot for me as well. We get some Lando Calrissian talking yeah. and being all swathy. We get some more, um, more of this kid, Alden Ehrenreich, who plays Han Solo. We get to hear him, like, kind of talk, um a bit more and, like, take on that persona. And he does have that kind of cocky swagger. I'm like, oh, he does feel like Han Solo quite a bit. That's good. Mm. Um, we see some young Chewbacca and we see another Wookiee.
1: Yo, do we? Yeah. Oh, cool.
0: Um, and we have Chewbacca's age revealed to us as well. I can't remember oh. how old he was, but he's old. Like, mm. he was like, he was like, You're how old? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, what else do we see in the trailer? Lots of staff, lots of droids. There's a female droid that sounds a little bit like um, Gwendolyn Christie who plays um, Brienne of Tarth.
1: Oh, okay. The, d- so, um, Phasma.
0: Well, it's not Phasma. Mm. I mean, she plays Phasma. Yeah. But it sounds like her, but it's probably someone else. Yeah. Um, we get more... Emil- is it Amelia Clark? Oh, who- uh, yeah. We get more of her in there. We get some more Woody Harrelson. Uh, lots of space fights. It looks like a fun time. And the music is great. The mm. score, like, is really good. So, I'm on board with this Han Solo movie. It looks like a good time.
1: Nice. Um... Um, so we watched two trailers. Mm. Uh we watched the Guernsey Literary Potato Peel Pie Society. Do you That's right, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks
0: really good. It
1: does look really it good. Needs it needs a better name. It does need a better name, doesn't it?
0: I'm sure in Australia it'd be kinda of like well, the Well like i is is going to come
1: out in Australia. We'll get think it. this is gonna come out.
0: We'll probably get it like independent cinemas. I guarantee you, like yeah. we will.
1: Um, I really like how Catherine Parkinson's in it. The um Jen from the IT crowd.
0: Yes, I love yeah. her, uh, and I love Lily James. Yeah, I think she's great. I haven't really seen her in anything she's like renowned for. I haven't seen her in like *Downton Abbey* or anything like that. I've yeah, seen her. Yeah, in, she's good. India. I've seen her in *Baby Driver*, mm. and I've seen her in *Pride and Prejudice* and *Zombies*.
1: Yeah. Um and um yeah and then we watched *I Feel Pretty* the trailer for *I Feel Pretty*. Well, do you want to talk I... about that
0: first movie first, like what it's about?
1: Oh, ah, uh, yeah, sure. Um, I just gotta look up at it again. Isn't because... she like
0: a? Isn't she like an author? She's like writing stories of people living through the war and survivors of the war and stuff. Yes. Yeah, like so she's telling says, their stories. Well,
1: the synopsis on IMDb says a correspondence between begins between Juliet Ashton and the members of the members of the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society, with them sharing their experience of Nazi occupied Guernsey, uh, with an idea for a book. Uh, when an idea for a book catches Juliet, she goes to visit the island making lifelong life, life friends and taking life-changing steps along the way. This book is told by way of letters, As and as the reader, you become enchanted by the writers of them, and the love Juliet comes to feel for each of the islanders. Nice. Um, but yeah, from the trailer, it, was, it seemed like it was like she wanted to write this book, and the company that she was working for was like... Don't do don't it. Don't do it. Something yeah. like that. And then she goes and does it anyway. Yeah. Um, but it's... Obviously, it's set in an awesome time period. Like... 1940s. 1940s. which is so good. Um. And it seems to have a really cool cast.
0: Hopefully, this will be a lot... Like, it feels like it could be a bit of an award movie. Like, mm. it's it's very early for the... Actually, I guess probably it's in April. But, like, award season's obviously at the end of the year. That's when they start building up. But hopefully... Like, it looks like World War II movies tend to do very well. And these kind of, like, little quaint... Quiet movies tend to do very well as well, so hopefully this will be a nice movie, like a nice vehicle for her to get some attention. Because yeah. I think she's a f- phenomenal actress, like, and I'm saying that based on her performance in like Pride and Prejudice and Zombies and Baby Driver. Yeah. Um, but I think she's very talented. I'd like to see her get some attention, and Catherine Parkinson as well. Like, mm. I think she's really good. And
1: also, because I was like, I recognize that guy, Matthew Good. Matthew Good. I recognize yeah. him from The Crown. He's in The Crown. He's been in
0: a bunch of stuff. Yeah. He was also in um, Watchmen.
1: Yeah, but I don't recognise him from Watchmen. Um. Oh, and Downton Abbey, that's where else I mm. recognise him from. I would argue
0: that most British people you probably recognise from Downton Abbey in somewhere or Yeah, that's or another.
1: true. That's true. Um, and then, yeah, so then we watched the trailer for I Feel Pretty. Which we've seen a couple which, of times. And actually yeah, been we've in the seen movie a couple space. of times. I love the concept mm. of this movie. I do not like that it's Amy Schumer. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm not an Amy Schumer fan. Me
0: either. Like, I think she's, it's tough. Like, I just don't don't find her funny. And I think, like, you know, she's had some bad press lately. Like, she's made some comments. And then when she was found, like, stealing jokes, like, that didn't work out well for her Mm. either. Um, But the other thing, like, someone pointed out, um, and I kind of agree with it. I'm not, I don't know if I agree wholeheartedly. But definitely. Someone was like, "Well, that's kind of redundant. Like, she's a blonde white girl. Like, don't most for
1: I feel pretty sort of yeah like like well I think the thing is is just the overweight she's heavy yeah yeah sort of thing like that but I do I like I like the concept of it so basically the concept of it is it's kind of like almost like a shallow hell yeah like a like a reverse
0: shallow hell yeah
1: like a reverse shallow hell so basically she like um. She lives her life as a, this fat girl and obviously, like, as a fat girl, she has, like, trouble um, getting dates and she has trouble, like, it's stereotypical and... fat girl things that, yeah. you know, might not happen to every fat girl. I but, would
0: even go so far as to say know. it's, like, the common problems with any kind of schlub character. Yeah,
1: yeah, sort of thing like that. Um, and then one day she's at the gym and she has a fall and she hits her head. And then that whole concept of, like... Um, Self hate is just erased from her head, mm. and so when she looks at herself in the mirror, she's like, "Oh my God, I'm beautiful, I'm mm. amazing." And I actually did find that stuff quite funny, where she's like, "Yes, it's me. Like, I know it doesn't look like me, yeah. but it is me." And then she like f- like does the full spin around and like that. She goes, "I know modeling is on the cards for yeah. me." They're, like I did. That's that's the kind of humor that I like.
0: There were a couple from of, her. There were a couple of jokes in there that even I was like, "Oh man, like." I'm kind of ashamed to admit that I, I I laughed at this trailer a little bit. Like, even though I'm not a fan of her, like, I agree. I think the message of the film is really good. And if it was yeah. maybe someone... I mean, look, I'm glad it's not Melissa McCarthy, like, because that's the go-to. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who else she could do. Um,
1: but the thing is... um. But that's what I mean by, like... I I I was laughing because it was that self-deprecating like mm. no I like or not even that's not even self the the, oh, yeah the disillusionment mm. I, that's what I thought was funny I thought that those I'm oh, sorry then, were no really the delusion funny. the delusion She's deluded, sort of yeah, like yeah. that it's a horrible thing to say um, well I mean yeah I mean as I mean as much and then as it like, makes you go oh my god I shouldn't be laughing at that joke because yeah. she's just thinking like that she looks beautiful and that's mm. fair enough she's allowed to think that she looks beautiful yeah. but i really like the message of that movie i don't think i'd go see that movie in cinemas i don't think i'd spend my money on it I but would, i reckon I, it would be a good one to like, sit around like with a the Netflix girls one. yeah yeah and and watch that
0: also i will i will wait on two things i'll wait on um the classification cuz if it's like a like a P, like a pg mm. Probably gonna be pretty tame, which is fine, but like,
1: I would actually probably prefer it to be a PG than an MA. So and the reason can see is it. because, like
0: can see it no,
1: not just that, but that's a really good point. But the reason is because when it gets into the MA sort of category, mm. what you get with this current wave of female party going movies mm. is like, it's too much it's too it's it's male humor mm. done through women yeah and that doesn't it just because just because you're female comedians mm. you can make female jokes you don't have to like appeal to men mm. with your jokes sort of thing like that like i mm. mean that that um the movie with all the black ladies who go out oh, on girls a girl's trip, yeah, girl's trip, and like she's in the middle of ziplining and she pisses all over everybody, yeah, sort of thing like that. And I don't, I don't know, that scene is out of context for me, so mm. I haven't seen the movie, but I kind of go, you know, that you don't need to do. I don't, I don't know, I'm, I'm I'll stop talking yeah. now,
0: fair enough. I, I, I feel agree. Like that. I'm digging myself uh, into a hole. The other thing that I would wait for is another trailer, yeah, um, like if the next trailer, like. Has me like laughing out loud, like getting really into it, then I would consider seeing it. But...
1: Yeah, I was chuckling, but I wasn't mm. laughing out loud. Oh, you know what? We didn't talk about. We saw another trailer for Rampage.
0: I didn't see it. You saw it. Oh, because you were toilet. at the trailer. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. Well, like, can I just say? Of course, the wolf can fly.
0: I um, I will say this. I never played the video game as a kid because it was just based oh, on... it's
1: based on a video game. Yeah,
0: it's kind of a dist- like a monsters destroying cities type game. It's kind of like yep. a, it's kind of like Mortal Kombat meets. Godzilla destroy all monsters type thing. Yeah. Um. I I I might watch it. Like I'm okay with like cheesy. I moves. don't
1: need to watch it. Well, in I'm not cinemas, gonna take you. Like I, um... I could probably watch. I'd like to watch it outside of cinemas, mm. but I don't need to watch it. I'll
0: tell you what it the is. drawing card is. It's The Rock. Like
1: yeah, The Rock. I've watched a
0: lot of Rock movies in the last. But year. But it's
1: really The Rock by himself. Yeah. It's not The Rock with anybody else like he has like other people with him
0: well i mean honestly like i watched like all those fast and furious movies last year yeah that's the rock is like the only good Good thing in those movies yeah and like he has some terrible lines in there but Mm. um he's very entertaining to watch so i'd be i'd consider that but he's got another movie out as well i think what does he trying to think um doesn't matter if he doesn't he will he's making like a million movies Um, but before I go and say that, I want to see A Quiet Place in cinemas, and I'll probably see something else next week as well. Yeah. I've got a couple of days off, so I'll see a couple of movies. Um, so that's all the trailers. So let's dive into some reviews. Yes. Um, I'm going to do a couple before we get into the ones we saw, just so I can get them out of the way, because they're a little bit old now. Um, the first movie I watched before we left was a movie called Annihilation. Okay. Um, which is based on a book and directed by Alex Garland, who directed *Ex Machina*, which is one of my favorite movies of the last few years. Mm. Really enjoyed it. Also, star that movie. Also starred um, Alicia Vikander, who we'll talk about shortly. Um, but this movie, *Annihilation*, it stars uh, Natalie Portman and uh, Jennifer Jason Leigh, who you remember as the prisoner in *Hateful Eight. Mm. Um, And who else is in it? I guess they're the main ones, but there's a few other people as well and basically it's about this woman whose uh husband is military and he goes missing and he's been missing for about a year and she just like everyone just kind of assumes he's like he's killed in action and he comes home and he starts to like act all weird and starts to like have like seizures and stuff um, so the military comes and collects him and collects her and it turns out he went into this uh like unmarked territory where a meteorite fell or whatever. Okay. And inside the, uh, I think they call it the Shimmer. And basically what happened is like, the, um, like this dome of like shimmering substance. And basically there's a whole new ecosystem in there that's like alien. Oh, okay. Um, and it's starting to mutate the plants and the animals uh, and people and stuff as well. And basically they've lost all these different people and different teams in there. So the woman who runs the operation, played by Jennifer Jason Leigh, is like, we've got to go in there and find out what's going on. Like, we mm. need to get to the bottom of this. Um, and, like, it plays with their mind as well. Like, the first time they're in there, they like, they wake up from being asleep and they're like, oh, which, you know, we've got to get our bearings. And someone's like, we need to get our time because so we've been in here for four days. Like, yeah. they haven't realised they've been there for four days and stuff. Mm. Um, so it's kind of like this eerie, not scary, but eerie sci-fi thriller um, type movie that's bonkers. Um, and it's really, really good. Mm. <laughs> really, really good. Um, not as good as Ex Machina. That is just amazing. But um, I like this guy a lot. I like the, the movies he's directed. He also wrote, pardon me, he wrote 28 Days Later as well. Oh, okay, cool. So he's done some really cool stuff. Um, and um, Natalie Portman's excellent. Like, she she gets to do stuff in this movie. Unlike the yeah. Thor movies. Um, so it's on Netflix that was kind of the controversial thing like America got a theatrical release but everywhere else pretty much got a Netflix release Mm. Um, which is fine like I would have loved to have seen the cinemas but that being said kind of nice to just turn on the TV and be like oh there's a new like big budget movie here like I'm not big budget but like you know big like highly like kind of awaited movie just ready to go so uh, I would highly recommend it and I'm going to give it seven giant crocodiles out of ten Cool. Uh, but Annihilation, like, and it's kind of divisive. i heard a few people didn't like it, and it's there's some weird stuff in there. Like, the third act gets crazy and experimental and, like, challenges you, but definitely... Actually, you know what? No, Seven. I'm, I'm going to stick with Seven. Seven. Cool. But it's definitely worth checking out.
1: Nice. Uh,
0: and the next movie I watched, uh, I watched on the plane, and I found out later that I watched a heavily edited version of it. So I have to go back and watch it again, unedited. But it was a movie called Wind River. And Mm. a lot of people recommended it to me, um, friends at work. And most recently was Nick on the show. The last thing he reviewed was a movie called Wind River. Um, And it's about uh, this uh, hunter. He's not really a hunter. He's like a wildlife control agent in like... I don't think it's Alaska, but it's a very like snow covered area of America and mm. it's played by Jeremy Renner um, and basically while he's going out like on a patrol he finds a dead body and it's this um, Native American woman um, who was murdered and maybe more horrible things happened to her as well so like he has to call the police and then he has to help the FBI investigation yep. uh, and the FBI investigator is played by oh my god who is it Elizabeth Olsen who is Scarlet Witch in yeah. the Avengers movies. Mm. So it's about these two working together trying to like solve this crime and like investigating it. And I watched a heavily edited version because apparently I went to the IMDb to check out like if there was anything that missed. I knew language had been cut out because the subtitles were still there but the audio had been taken yeah. out. So I knew they changed it, but they took a lot of the violence out and they took some sex stuff out as well. So I do want to go back and just see it in its full like intended glory. Yeah, But it's a strong thriller like it's really really good like felt kind of fincheresque in ways like mm. the way it's laid and stuff um but wind river i would also really recommend and i'd give that why don't I give it
1: shot ankles I that's f- the only scene i remember watching
0: oh you saw that i oh. saw
1: like um she's like it must have been at the end I'm and gonna... they're all shooting each other, and then someone yeah. gets shot in the ankles.
0: That's a really big spoiler. That's okay. Sorry. I'm going to give it eight. I said
1: someone gets shot yeah. in the ankles.
0: Um, I'm going to give it eight bare feet out of ten, and cool. that will make sense when you watch it. But definitely watch Wind River as well. Mm. So much so that I have to go re-watch it because I missed some <laughs> stuff. But um, really good. Um, all right. Let's talk about some stuff that we've watched so you can have some part of the conversation as well. Yeah, that's okay. Um, the first thing I think we should talk about is the first movie we saw, we watched it in Glasgow, we went and saw Game Night.
1: Yes, we did.
0: Starring Jason Bateman from Arrested Development, um, Rachel McAdams, Mm -hmm. from Mean Girls, and plenty of other things. Yep. Um, yeah, who else was in it? They were the big two. Yeah, they
1: were the big two. Uh,
0: and I don't want to, like, announce people, like, I won't announce who, like, the villain is, because that's a spoiler. Mm. Like, that was a cool cameo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Wait,
1: I don't remember.
0: Um, but we'll have to just have to wait.
1: Yeah, I'll have to think about it.
0: Um, but basically, it's uh, this couple who meet like.
1: Oh yeah, I remember now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They
0: meet through like a mutual love of uh, competition yeah. more than anything else, mm. and they get they get married and they have like a weekly board game night with um with their friends, and then one day uh, Jason Bateman's brother comes into town. And he wants to up the stakes, and he has like a murder mystery game. But it gets hij- a live
1: action murder mystery yeah.
0: game. But then it gets hijacked by what seems to be terrorists or like people who or like the mob or something. Like yeah. it gets very sinister and they have to basically find his brother. But they also think it's part of the game. Like it's yeah, all very they,
1: they they don't believe that um the brother's actually been kidnapped. Mm. They think that it's part of the 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 murder mystery. It's host. very
0: it's very multi layered. It's actually like mm. it's a really well written movie.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of twists.
0: A lot of twists, and none of the twists feel dumb. Uh, yeah. like I was always on board, even with um. There's a certain part in the third act involving a police officer where like some things, mm. like twist after twist keep happening. You yeah. know, like and I was still on board with it. Um, I'll let you have a little bit of a talk.
1: Um, yeah, no, I thought it was really good. I thought it was really really funny. Um, I think McAdams and um, Bateman, like, really bounce off each other Their really well. Their chemistry is great. Yeah, they bounce off each other really, really well. Um, and um, even the supporting, like, the friends. The friends yeah. are really good together. Like, they all bounce off each other well, mm. nicely as well. Um it's crazy to think that all those things happen in, in a night. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, it's comedy. And yeah, no, I was, I was laughing quite a bit. Like, it was really... The
0: whole cinema was. Yeah, like, it, it was w-
1: really up my alley in terms of the humour. It was really... Yeah, it was really
0: very dark. dark, but like, just... just- Worked.
1: Yeah, like when they smashed the Fabergé egg. <laughs> 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 That's <laughs> oh, a spoiler
0: geez. as well. Sorry,
1: sorry for the spoilers. I mean that movie. People, out for- people know if they listen to this show yeah. that you're gonna get spoiled. And
0: also that movie's been out for quite a while now, yeah. so we caught it at the end um, of
1: its run. Yeah, no, I'm I was really happy with uh, with watching that. I thought it was really really good. Um,
0: I really I really appreciated the violence in it as well. There's not yeah, a lot, you know? not a lot of violence, mm. but really well used. To a comedic effect, yes, um, and a shocking effect, but not in the same way like, um, like Saw uses mm. violence, like, like
1: when she's tapping his bone. Yes, she's like <gasps> that kind of stuff, sweetheart. That's bone. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that uh, that whole scene was nuts. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, and the squeaky then, toy. Yeah, um, that's in the trailer. so yeah. That's not it. And not
0: the, a spoiler. the the punchline of that is great as well. Mm. Um, and then like the plane scene with the propeller, yeah, uh, which is, also, which in the is also in the trailer as well. Um, <gasps> <it's>
1: <gasps> oh no, he died. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah, it's really good time at the movies. Mm. I uh, I can't praise enough. I had a, I had really fun. I can't wait to watch it again. So mm. um, I don't know if there's anything else we need to. know. Oh,
1: uh... how many smashed Faberge eggs are you gonna read it out of?
0: Uh, I'm gonna give it eight. Eight I'm out of ten. Eight? Yeah. Cool.
1: I am going to give it eight as well.
0: No. Yeah, it's a good time. Mm, it's it's a good, a good time. It's good, good time. Uh, and then the next thing we watched, uh, we mentioned Alicia Vikander before because uh, she was the star of Ex Machina. She's also finally uh, shaken free of... Well, I'm not shaken free, but she's left drama and uh, and period pieces behind and little indie films, and she's in a big blockbuster action film uh, Tomb Raider, yep. which is also at the end of its run. Mm-hmm. I said say that. She was in Man from Uncle, which is a pretty big budget one. But sh- mm-hmm. um, but she's the lead in this one. So she yeah. gets to play an action star. Um, so we went and saw that. And it's
1: pretty fun. Yeah, it was pretty good. There were moments where I was... I couldn't... I couldn't stand watching it. Like, I had to look away... It's... I think because of the action of it. Because Once it gets the, going, it's it like kind was... of
0: relentless. Like... Yeah,
1: and also, but not just that, but it was also like the adrenaline rush of it made me kind of go, oh, I just, I can't look at this right now. Mm. I'm gonna like just pause for a sec."
0: I will say the opening fifteen minutes for me was a bit of a waste. Like not a waste, but I felt the, the same whole
1: boxing thing.
0: Everything up until Nick Frost enters the film, um, which yeah. I guess is kind of a spoiler, but it's just like a little one-minute Well, you so have
1: it's... to go through all the exposition stuff. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, again, like, I think I said to you after the film, I would have had her start, like, um, captured on the island, which doesn't necessarily, like, which isn't really a spoiler, because if you played the game or if you're anything about the Tomb Raider, at some point, she's going to get into trouble. Yeah. I would have had that and then kind of maybe, like, start there, have her like, have kind of a cool opening action, scene where she breaks out, as opposed to, like, a bike race. Mm. Uh, I saw like, It was just, to me, it felt like the first 10 minutes of Jumanji. I was like, eh, yeah. like...
1: But do you know what I really liked about it? What I really mm. liked about it was that I felt like I was watching um, a video game played out before me mm. and that, like, I, like, the choices that she made, like, I was watching the cutscenes, mm. sort of thing like that but obviously with more, more stuff in between and, like, you know, I kind of got that feeling like when she was punching and kicking That I was almost going, you know, square, circle, square, 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 circle, sort of thing like that, Um, which I really enjoyed. Like, I enjoyed Mm. that sort of feeling of um, that. Mm. I did feel that it was a bit, and we spoke about this, that it was a bit like too easy like all the clues are like really easy and like i think it's tough she keeps she fights the people and like she's really good at that
0: yeah i would have had her like maybe because it's her first adventure you can have her be flawed Mm. um you know it's hard to do you know a hero like a superhero or like a character like this in a franchise and have them be flawed three movies in, like, by then they should have learnt. Yeah, that's right. Um, but in the first one, you can make her highly flawed. And considering, like, in this version of the story, um, she didn't continue with her studies, she kind of, like, abandoned her life and went and kind of lived, um, not in poverty, but, like, in a much poorer uh, economical state than she needed to. Yeah. Um, I would have had her... Like, she could have... To me, she could have been, like... Peter Parker in Spider-Man 2. Like, do you remember in Spider-Man 2 how, like, he's always late for class and he yeah. can't keep a job and that sort of thing? Like, mm. you could have made her a bit more like that. Um, or, I mean, just, like, less accomplished. Like, once she gets going on the adventure, like, I mean, she could have, just, like, I would have preferred if she was, like, she had a knack for puzzles and that mm. was, like, the only thing she had going for her and stuff. Well,
1: I think, I think the thing is, is that that is quite an overdone trope. I think what they wanted to do is they wanted to show the person who's a genius and the person who is good at everything but chooses to sit quietly in the sidelines. That's
0: true. I mean, there are just some things. I think only as a moviegoer or someone who watches a lot of movies and someone who really wanted this to be excellent, I wanted there to be a little bit more substance in it, which I know is stupid going into a movie based on a mm, video game. Yeah.
1: Well, mine was, I agree with you on that in terms of when she got injured and stuff like that. So, like, for instance, spoiler alert, when she gets impaled in her stomach, mm, great. you know, like, 10 minutes later, she's, like, using her abs to, like, climb up ropes and yeah. and doing all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, you just got your stomach impaled... Which, like, I would have liked to have seen her in pain a little bit more. Which makes her a little bit more human.
0: Ironically, like, I was okay with that because that happens in the game. So, I'm like, alright, that,
1: that's part of, like, how the game works. <laughs>
0: that's fine. It was more like... I guess because when you play the game... It's you doing the puzzles, not a genius. So like, it can take some time to figure it out. Yeah. And for me, I'm like, well, yeah, give her. A, you know, yeah.
1: I did think that yeah, the puzzles were too easy.
0: Um, like even like
1: if this is supposed to be some evil queen that they've locked away mm-hmm. forever, even like, like the are pretty um, big and obvious. Even
0: like the gemstone puzzle, with the falling floor, I was like, it's gonna be fine. Like I was never like, mm. how are they gonna get through this one? Like yeah. Um, that being said, like it's still like the. The energy of the film is really good, like, really strong. I think she's great. Like, she's giving it her all, like...
1: Yeah, she's really good.
0: And, like, I've heard people, like, say, like, kind of... You always hear about fan casting and stuff. And people kind of, like, campaigning for her to play Supergirl. I 100% support this. Mm. Like, I want to see her, like, in a superhero. Or even, like, a Susan Storm, like, the Invisible Girl in Fantastic Four. Like, I mean, I've always been... Ever since I saw X-Mac, I've been a big fan of this girl. So, like, I'm cool with whatever she does. Just want more of it. Um, the biggest flaw of the movie for me, though, is the CGI.
1: Yeah, it's because uh, that's the thing. Like you can you can take all of that sort of stuff, mm. like the whole being being injured and keep going, mm. and and oh, she's a super genius. She can come up with things really mm. quickly. You can take all that with a grain of salt because it's an action movie. Mm. But yeah, that's the CGI is pretty rough. Well, it's good, it's good. Yeah.
0: But there's just some moments, like, the biggest, I think the biggest perpetrator of it is the rapid scene. Like, when she falls in the river, like, she's very obviously on a green screen, and she's giving it her all. She's acting her heart out, and you just kind of feel sad for her because you're like, oh, they didn't make it look more threatening. Yeah.
1: um, Or, like, the scenes where she's running, like, you can... I felt when I was sitting in the audience... And I was watching it, and the scenes where like she's running and she's ducking under things, and then she, like towards the end, mm. and everything's collapsing around her, and she's she's running and she's ducking and she's weaving and she's da 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 whatever. I could see her doing that, like I'm not that mm. I could see the CGI, but I could, I, my suspension of disbelief wasn't held up at that point. Okay. Because I was like, oh, she's just doing that in front of a green screen.
0: I so was okay. I was fine. My biggest problem was the. The, um, the rapids and the plane. Like bits of the plane like, yeah. just looked a little bit rough. Although
1: I will say that water boat scene where oh, they crash on the so island good. is so good. I um,
0: it, It's funny. Cause and that's
1: purely through lighting and editing. Mm.
0: well We were talking about it um, at dinner after we went and saw the movie. Um, either then or... At
1: dinner at the worst place on the planet. Actually, you know what? We talked
0: about it at breakfast the next morning. Because the scene where she jumps off the boat is in the trailer. I remember mm. in the trailer, I was like, that's a pretty cool scene. And once you see it in the trailer, you kind of like, when it happens in the movie, you're like, oh, there's that trailer moment. That scene is so relentless. Like, yeah. with the boat That's and one of her. the
1: scenes where I was like, I gotta look away because, like, all this water and stuff.
0: When she finally jumps and the lightning hits the water behind her, um, it's stunning. Like, it was mm. my favorite shot in the entire film. And mm. I'd seen it on in a trailer before. Yeah. <laughs> really, really cool stuff. Um, I think the supporting cast is pretty good. Like, Walton Goggins is always good. Like He didn't have much to do. He's just kind of like a moustache-twirling villain. Yeah. Um, the Dominic... Is it Dominic West who played a dad? I don't know. I think it was. Not Dominic Cooper. I think it was Dominic, Dominic mm. West who played a dad. Um, I thought he was really good. Um, his hair like irritated me at <laughs> once. We yeah. Th- uh, later on.
1: The villain's hair irritated me as well. His receding hair... Like, just shave your head then. Uh, you no, that's seeing hairlines. so a, far back. That's a
0: Walton Goggins trait. You see him in anything; he always looks like that. He so looks so go. like
1: William Shakespeare.
0: Um, I'm pretty sure as a compliment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like the some of the hair choices. I was like, uh, uh, with. Uh, I like River, to see her. Donald I liked West.
1: that I saw her in a b- braid at the very end. Other than like when she was a little girl,
0: because oh, the... the
1: braid is like supposed to be, you know, iconic for yeah. Lara Croft.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I did
1: like how she wasn't, like, this big bosomed sex goddess. No, which also, because like, you,
0: you made that comment the other day, and I was like, well, in the new games, it's not like that. Like, mm. she's... It's much more about her intelligence and, like, her, like she's an adventurer. They kind of make it a little bit more Indiana Jones-like. So, yeah,
1: I definitely picked that up.
0: Um, so, I mean, I guess they could have put a bit more fun in it, like, if you wanted it to be more like Indiana Jones. But I was okay with it. The, I think the only weak link in the acting for me was probably... The guy played the captain, like Lou Ren no, or whatever his name. He wasn't that bad. He was pretty good for the most part. But there was one point where it's like, I've got to go back and save her, mm. and I was like, oh.
1: "That's the, like I said to this to you before. <clears throat> this movie, the frustrating thing about this movie is, it... is that it's full of Gryffindors, mm. full of people going, oh, like they just their bravery and their hot headedness just like takes over, mm. and they don't plan shit." And then I go, hang on a second. Let's just like talk about the pros and cons about this for a minute. Mm. They're always like, I got to go in and save her. I got to go and do this. Like the um, spoiler alert, mm. big big spoiler alert. When she sees her dad, mm. um, and they have their argument, mm. right? And the dad's like, you know, oh, you'll unleash death upon everyone. A blah blah blah. Like, don't. Fucking... You're in the middle of a deserted island with people trying to kill you. Don't storm off to prove a point. Mm. Sit and talk to your dad who you haven't spoken to in seven years. And, mm. like, I have a... And, obviously, that's where it's an action movie sort of thing like that. Mm. But, yeah, like, the scene where um he's like, I have to go back and save her. And all the fishermen are like, okay, we'll help you.
0: Yeah.
1: Not one of them goes, fuck that shit. I'm going home. Yeah. That was me. I'd be like, "Ah, ah-ha-ha, that's me as a Slytherin. Mm. So that's literally, like, literally the Great Hall scene where, like, in the Battle of Hogwarts, all the Slytherins go, fuck this shit, we're leaving. Mm. That's me. But, um... So that was one of the things that kind of made me go. I'm pretty sure, like, there's at least one or two fishermen who were like, "No, you know what? I'm going to go yeah, home to like, my family." That
0: guy got, that old guy, got shot in the head. Yeah, and he
1: just had a sore leg.
0: Yeah, like so, I can see. Yeah, there's, there's some issues with it, but overall, like, I think it's pretty entertaining. It gets very like it's pretty dark as well. Like that scene where she kills a guy.
1: Yeah, like, so that's my other sort of qualm with mm. it. Is the scene where she kills the guy. What needed, this is where we say, this is where I was saying like, yeah, it's relentless. Mm. What needed to happen after that scene, and maybe it happened in the director's cut, Mm. but what needed to happen after that scene is just like 30 seconds of poignant, oh my God, yes, I killed a bad guy, but I still killed a person. Mm. And like, his blood is on my hands now. And then you go, oh, hang on, there's something in the bushes. See, I,
0: I, I disagree a little bit, because I think there was some poignancy there, and there was...
1: For, like, a second.
0: I think... like, it like
1: barely even registered. Before. Like,
0: maybe not in the film. Like, maybe, like, in terms of the film, like, the, it was lacking, and maybe you wanted some more time in the film. But in her performance, I got it. I saw her expression, and, like, the way... You could, I could see, like... Um, like, granted, yeah, it would be nice to do a little bit more of it, but because, obviously, there's more going on... You can't just stop. You have to keep... You got to just, you know, keep pressing on. Like, and get, can... You know, if this thing's I going... know,
1: but I tell you what. She's getting pissed. PTSD. Mm.
0: But, um... She gets
1: off that island. Like, when she turned to the Chinese guy at the end, and she was like, um... Oh, not yet. I'm like, fuck that. No. Go home. Yeah. Have a bath. Find a therapist and talk to them for two years. And yeah. then go on your next adventure.
0: Um... And the other thing that I thought was pretty... Not necessarily dark, but what I was surprised by is how creepy the ending is, is as well. Like, when they yeah. get to the supernatural kind of stuff. And I'm I was s-
1: scared because I wasn't sure what it was going to be. Yeah. Uh,
0: I won't say anything else because I think people should just watch it. Um, I don't want to spoil thing too much. But I was surprised. I was like, wow, they went all out with it, which was good. Mm. Um, anyway, we're going to wrap up the discussion on that because we've been going for a little while now. Um what would you rate it out of, and how many would you rate it?
1: Um, rate it out of paint, um, paint cans? No, I was going to do like jade necklaces or 8,000 pounds.
0: Let's do jade necklaces. Jade
1: necklaces, sort of thing like that. Um, I'm going to give it seven and a half. J necklaces,
0: and I'm gonna give it seven. Nice, seven out of ten. Um, but uh, very enjoyable for the most part. Yeah, like, starts a bit weak, but like once once Nick Frost shows up, like that's when I like I didn't get. It. Only, <laughs> and if you're watching, because it was Nick Frost. I think because like the jokes landed. Like yeah. the jokes before, then I was going... Kind to of like. <laughs> um, <laughs> that being said, if you're watching this movie for Nick Frost, don't because he's only for like two minutes. But.
1: But also, if you're watching this jo- this movie for the jokes. Mm. Then you're not watching the right movie. Yeah, if you want to watch
0: a funny movie, watch Game Night.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, speaking of funny stuff, the one last thing I'd like to review before we move on to our topic
1: mm-hmm. is a
0: little show we discovered called Plebs.
1: Yes, Plebs.
0: Uh, which is now on Netflix as well. Yeah. Um, it's a BBC show, and it's basically set in Roman times, and it's about these three guys, uh, two like slave owners, and and, and their slave, and it's kind of like just like a...
1: Uh, a Roman comedy.
0: Yeah, like, just, like, a friend comedy, like, about, like, them trying to find love and trying to deal with, like, one of the harshest, like, living yeah. environments in the history of man. Um, and it's really funny. It's
1: yeah, good. it's really good. I'm not,
0: I don't really know anyone in it. Like, the lead actor, um, plays the brother in Friday Night Dinners, which is another BBC program. Yeah.
1: Um. ITV program, I think.
0: Yeah. Um. And then the other two guys I've never seen before. But the guy who plays the slave is so funny. Yeah. His delivery is just so... is <laughs> just genius on everything. Grulio
1: or a something Grumio. Like Grumio.
0: Um, but I don't want to talk about this too much. But I just think, like, it, it's, uh, it's a fun little sitcom. It's definitely, like, the greatest, like, not the best sitcom yeah. I've seen. But,
1: it, but it's still good.
0: It's good fun. Um, and we've been lucky because it's been on TV most nights. So we've just uh, watched a bit of that. Um... Uh.
1: So, the guy who plays Groomio is Ryan Sampson. Mm-hmm. And the guy who plays um, Marcus, who is also in Friday in Night Dinners, is Tom Rosenthal. Mm-hmm. And the guy Stylex. who plays Stylax is Joel Fry.
0: There you go. Yep. Um, but it's on Netflix. So, if you're kind of wondering what you want to watch, don't really know what to watch, and you want to watch something funny, like give blubs a go. Yeah,
1: give plebs a go. pretty might, entertaining. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, I I think it's... Uh, I think it's a fresh take on a very formulaic sitcom style. Yeah, definitely, yeah. So I like that.
0: Mm. Uh, and the setting obviously helps as well, like making it a bit rougher, I think. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. Mm. And Absolutely. the show's been,
0: I think they've done a couple of seasons, so it's not like it's a new show, but we just yeah. discovered it, so... Uh, it is time to enter the topic of the week. Surprisingly enough, it is still the road to Infinity War. Uh-huh. We are two weeks out from Infinity War. In fact, yeah, like today's Thursday, so in two weeks' time, the movie will be out everywhere around the world. There have been more and more trailers. I watched like, a little clip this morning, but I have to, I'm have. i going to stop. I'm done because I don't want anything to be spoiled for me. Yeah. Um, so I can't imagine for the next couple of episodes we're going to really talk about trailers or anything if you want to watch those please do so but we're not going to talk about them because i don't want to be spoiled anymore i just want this movie to come out already yeah i've been bugging tina about it pretty much every day i'm like oh, should, mm-hmm. oh, i'm gonna book the tickets when i get home okay i'm like why oh, don't mm-hmm. i do went she's like okay whatever just do uh, yeah it. um that being said we have like 10 movies to watch before we get mm-hmm. to infinity war i have a sneaking suspicion i'm going to watch most of them by myself but that's
1: well, okay. Well, I think I'm going to be too busy anyway.
0: I think so. But I have a couple of days off, so I might just like blast through them. And I might leave like um, like Spider-Man, so you can watch that with me. Because you want to watch yeah. Spider-Man again. I like
1: Spider-Man. Um, Although I've seen it a couple of times. Since, oh, really? Yeah. Um, end of year movie oh, okay. playing.
0: Oh, well then maybe I'll just watch them all by myself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't mind. Um, but the one we're going to talk about is one we kind of talked about last episode. So we won't do a huge discussion, but that's Thor The Dark World. Uh that is the last time we had a USB input, so we haven't been able to watch any other ones. Um, I was hoping we would have watched like two or three while we've been away because mm. um as I said, look we're getting close to the end date, but that's okay. It just means that I'll get to watch a whole lot of Marvel films in a row uh-huh. on my big T V at home. Um, the T V in this hotel room doesn't even work. So, yeah,
1: it doesn't even turn on.
0: So that's uh we just haven't been very lucky with uh what we've been able to watch with the USB. But that's fine. We could use the laptop, but we're not. Um, so, Thor The Dark World. We watched, uh, I think last episode we talked, I think we were about halfway through, we were talking about it. What are your feelings on Thor The Dark World?
1: Um, I still like it. I still have problems with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really like the Dark Elves. I don't really think they have like a... Uh, anything...
0: Mm. Which you is most mean? people's problems with it?
1: Yeah, um, <clears throat> I like Christopher Eccleston, but I don't really think I don't, it's not that he does a bad job. He's in a much. I to think do. the character isn't very good. I think the character.
0: I think the character's probably fine in the comics. They just didn't execute it very well in the because
1: film because all he is is just like he's just a bad guy who wants power. That's all. Mm. He just wants unlimited power so he can spread darkness around the world. Like there's no. It's not an in-depth character. It's an evil character who's evil for the sake of being evil. He's the evil character who sits in his room and he plots about how he's going to kill everyone and make everyone his slave. He's not an evil character who's like, I'm just trying to make the world a better place.
0: Yeah, like when people sort of say thing. Marvel have a villain problem, this is where I'll agree with them. Like, yeah. all right, like Malekith is not a great villain. Like, Yeah. Um, he's fine. Like, I mean, he's not even fine. He looks cool, mm. and the race looks cool, but yeah, it's just, this film doesn't have, doesn't have like, he doesn't have much going on for him. Luckily, like, the rest of the film, at least for me, is quite entertaining.
1: Yeah. I, um, I, all my favourite parts of the movie are all the Loki things. Mm. I love all Loki things forever. Mm. Um, that's just, like, the best part of the entire movie. And all the Loki and Thor things are really good. And I like the, the plan that they have when they go to the other world. Um, I really don't like the way the Ether looks. It looks like a bad video game from 1992.
0: I don't have the same issue with it. It is going to be interesting to see how they handle that in Infinity War. Like, mm-hmm. is it going to be a stone... Like, cause yeah. we know that, like, from the trailer, that he crushes the tesseract and the stones inside it. Mm. So maybe they didn't like that with the ether. Like, maybe he is able to manipulate yeah. it.
1: Um. Again, Natalie Portman has nothing to do l- less to do in this movie than she did in the first one. Mm-hmm. Um. I still don't understand how her body reacts to the ether because sometimes she's all like. Oh, and other times she's like a child, where she's like, "What's this? What are we doing? What's that?" Mm. <laughs> sort of thing. And I'm like, I don't understand if that's the ether in your body doing that, or if that's your personality as a character. Yeah. Um, I. What else? What else? I'm trying to. Sorry, I'm trying to think back. It's yeah, been it's a, been a little, a little while, while since we've seen. Um,
0: it. I really like the death of Friega. I think that's handled really well. Yeah,
1: like, that's sad. Um,
0: someone pointed out online recently and it was a really good catch if you watch the first Thor movie um Frigga wears a lot of yellow like that's her signature kind of color Mm -hmm. like she wears gold and yellow and in Ragnarok the inside of Loki's cloak is yellow oh as if like that's people like you know he's done that to honor his mom because Mm. he just wears the dark shades but like he's chosen that Mm. as a way to like remember his mom whatever which I like really liked the um Asgardian funeral service I really like with all the boats and, like, yeah, all yeah, the dead. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Um, I like um, the battle in the Dark World with, like, Curse, which is that giant monster. Oh, and, yeah. like, the grenades, like, the reality grenades. I think yeah, they're kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, the end sequence I find really enjoyable, like...
1: The whole Greenwich thing.
0: Yeah, going through the different portals. I like, and, like the
1: going through... the di- Going through the different portals thing is really cool. Mm. I'm kind of like, it's in Greenwich... Mm-hmm. Like, well, that's what the Greenwich. median timeline
0: is. Like, yeah,
1: I was like, uh uh-huh, uh huh.
0: Uh-huh. Um, I like. Um, there's also How like, convenient. There's a little preview for Ragnarok in that sequence if you look carefully when all the different like realities are aligning. There's like a fire realm which mm. is like hell, which is where Serto from Ragnarok, you know the big fire beast. Ah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. his realm.
1: And also, there's one of that rock. Yeah, creature. like one of Korg's buddies yeah. gets destroyed in the yeah.
0: opening of the film. Um, what else do we have? Did the humor works really well? Like the jokes yeah, worked really well. Yeah, the good. So, um, uh, what's his name? Who plays Selvic? Um, um
1: Scarshgard.
0: Yeah, Stellan Skarsgård's good in it. Um, Kat Dennings is good in it. Chris O'Dowd for the brief moment he has uh, is, yeah, is fun in it. Um, so I think there's a lot more redeemable stuff. I like, after watching it, I wasn't like. People are right. This is an awful film. Mm. It's not. Just the villains are not very good, and also we didn't have subtitles, which made it hard to like. Yeah, we figure ha- out what he was saying. To the digital copy, which didn't have subtitles for some reason. Um, Chris Hemsworth's still good. I think everyone like. Yeah, I think it's like a it's a it's a fine movie. It's still very enjoyable. I still rank it higher than Incredible Hulk. Mm. Um, it's just it's got issues, and like the villain motivations definitely uh, like. I almost, actually, honestly, I almost dislike Jane Foster more than Malekith in this movie. Because at least Malekith is new, and I'm mm. like, oh, he's new, and he looks cool, and he's going to cause problems, and, like, he flies that ship that cuts down the buildings because yeah. it's like a flying blade, and he has curse and all these different things. Not curse, yeah, curse. Whereas, like, Jane Foster, I'm like, ah oh, she's back, and she's got less to do than ever. But the
1: thing is, is that... She's got less I think the other thing is that like um when she's on Asgard and she's on Asgard for a lot of the movie mm. that's when she's got shit all to do. Because like um the second that they go into the cave and they find a little portal, that's when she actually has stuff to do. And she goes through the portal and she ends up back in her apartment. Mm. And she's literally like, "Get me this. Let's do this. Da 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 da. We have got to figure this out. I know what this yeah. is. Da da da." She, she's, you know, she's doing stuff. She's like getting shit that's done. What she she does. creates the little, you know, stakes that they have to put into the ground mm. and everything. But the problem is, is that yeah, majority of the movie, she knows, She's on Asgard hiding.
0: Mm.
1: What can you do from there? Yeah, that's Nothing. True.
0: The, um The good thing, the thing I did like about this film as well, just like with Iron Man three. Is that they've directly tied it in to the Avengers. So the yeah. way that Iron Man 3 has him deal with post-traumatic stress disorder, this one has the consequence of, like, Loki, the war criminal. Like, you get to see that. Yeah. Um, how his family reacts, how Asgard reacts, how Natalie Portman reacts. Mm. Um, which is I think they that re- did really well in Phase 2. Like, when we get to Winter Soldier, or when I get to Winter Soldier, because you probably get a chance to watch it now. <laughs> um... Oh no, what a shame. Again, like there's direct tie ins to like the Hydra weapons element, the halo carriers yeah. and stuff. So um, they did a really good job with that as well, I thought.
1: Um, also, spoiler alert, but I mean the movie's been out for god knows how many Five years. years. Um, how do we do we find out how Odin dies?
0: He doesn't die.
1: What happens to him again?
0: Um, well, what we know is that by the end of the movie, Loki's on the throne. Yeah. If you remember in Ragnarok, essentially, um, Loki banished him. Like, he sent him to Earth.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But wouldn't Odin be stronger than Loki?
0: Um, I think physically, absolutely, but I think in a time of weakness, like, when his wife died. Yeah. Like, maybe he was able to be tricked.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Um, cool. So... What would you score Thor The Dark World and out of what? Um,
1: hmm. Maybe out of Naked Eric Solvig's. Sure.
0: (laughs) Naked Eric's.
1: Naked Eric's. And I would give it... Um, a seven point three, just to pay a little homage to Nick Owen.
0: Seven point three out of ten. Yep. Um, I'm gonna rank it the same score I ranked the first door, which is seven out of ten. Yep. Um, on reflection, I do quite like that first one more than I thought I did, and after watching, I was like, oh, I guess. I kind of rank them about the same. Like I both, they both have equal amount of problems for me. Yeah. Um, but still, both highly entertaining. I thought. Mm. Like, um, so it'd be interesting to see how Nick scores it because right now I think this will be lower, lower than Thor currently. But we'll see. He's you know what he's going to score it low. He hates the dark. which will mm. looking forward to it. So um, this might sink lower than Thor, which is currently the second lowest film out of our list. But we'll see. Oops, I wrote that wrong. I should have said Naked Eric's, not Eric Selvig. Nope. Not makes. Naked. Jesus. Order correct is the worst. Cool. Um, beautiful. Well, that is just about going to do it for this week's episode. Mm. Unless you have anything else you want to tell the kids before we go. Oh.
1: Watch Bake Off.
0: Mm. and watch Plebs and watch Game Night yeah and watch Tomb Raider yeah there's some good stuff out
1: and watch Thor The Dark World
0: the next time yeah yeah yeah, do watch that actually the next time we get together we're not going to record next Wednesday which we would normally do but we're going to go see Landon Woodley instead
1: is that Wednesday or Thursday it's Wednesday yep
0: Um, so we'll have to see what Nick's plans are hopefully we'll be able to do an episode next week Um, if we don't Tina and I will do an episode next week because I will have seen A Quiet Place by then and I will have decided whether it's too scary for Tina or not. <laughs> um, And not decided. Tina's probably a good judge of character, but...
1: I like how I'm here, but you're talking about me as if I'm not. I'm telling the
0: audience. I'm talking to them. Yeah. Um, And I will have watched a bunch of Marvel films and you may or may not have joined me with some of them, but we'll mm. see. Because you've got to you go back to work and your job's a little bit more demanding than mine. Yeah. Um... And then the week after that will be our last show before Infinity War, which we may not be able to record on the Wednesday if we get those Avengers tickets for the Wednesday night. Hmm. But we'll have to look into it when we're back home. Uh, that is going to do it for this, the final European edition of uh, Pass the Remote. Euro Trip. That's it. Mi scusi. <laughs> early Early, uh, what's his name? What's the guy?
1: Oh, uh, um, um... Oh, I saw his name on Netflix just before something for drummers.
0: Yeah, oh, um, Alfred oh, Amazon. Yeah, that would have been so much better if I had to remember the name. At the beginning of that <laughs> Um That is gonna do it. You can catch me on all social media at James Chalmers Seven. I've been posting pretty frequently because of our trip. You'll see a cool uh, Batman hardcover that I bought, and you'll see some. I put the Blu-rays up here because I bought so. I also brought a very cool mug, which I haven't taken a photo of yet, but I'll put that up when I get home. Yep. Um, So you catch me there, Tina. They can catch you.
1: At Tina's Hair and Beauty.
0: That's right. And he's not here, but definitely follow Nick at Owenowski on Instagram.
1: Um, Also coming up very soon for me, I mean, like, obviously, I haven't even come home yet, but coming up soon will be uh, some Harry Potter hauls. So Mm. if anybody is interested in seeing all the Harry Potter stuff that I purchased let me give you a hint it's a lot Mm. so if you're interested in watching a very 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 long haul video on all the harry potter stuff that i um bought while we were overseas then you can keep an eye out for that on my social media
0: nice that is going to do it we will see you back in australia i'm james chalmers
1: Good night.
0: Well, I thought you might say (laughs) your name.
1: I already said it, didn't I? Oh, I'm Tina Chalmers. Good night.
0: We'll see you next week.